Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and releases our arch enemy to fight our even archer enemy for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And this episode, we are covering Agent Carter, Season 2, Episode 6, Life of the Party. Original air date, February 16th, 2016. So happy and almost two. Valentine's Day, Al. Yay! For three years ago. Anyway. Yeah. Two days late. Thanks. Yeah. I said almost. Like, not quite Valentine's Day. Right. I mean, did you get me any, like, chocolate or anything? Or Yeah, it's it's coming. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I, I actually, I mailed you the chocolate and flowers on February 16th, 2016. So they should be there any moment now. Oh, good. <laughs> well, did, did you send it by Pony Express? Is that the... Yep. Unfortunately, Pony Express is mostly in the West, so that's why it hasn't made it to Florida yet. Oh, okay. Just a bunch of logistical issues. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, with that <laughs> tension out of the way, let's remind you, our dear listeners, uh, what happens in this episode. <clears throat> when Peggy realizes she cannot save Wilkes on her own, she turns to her most unexpected adversary for help, while Whitney makes a move to control the deadly zero matter. Dun, dun, dun. Ah. I mean, considering she's only had one season and one main adversary so far, I don't know how unexpected that is, who she's turning to. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, they made a point to bring her up as a character at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. I don't know if that yeah. was just literally prepping for this episode. I think it was. Uh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, it would be weird. Like, if one unexpected adversary, bring up Zola. Because we know he's in prison. <laughs> he showed up in the last... The ending of the last season. That's season. true. Yeah. 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 Anyway, they didn't. Mm-hmm. I actually, I'm glad. This is one of my favorite tropes going through here. When they have to team up with the villain. So. Oh, really? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, let's talk about the episode itself. And let's start with one miscellaneous storyline segment frost and chadwick argue because carter ruined their plans in last week's episode chadwick decides to set up a meeting with the council of nine to meet frost and frost is happy about it yes yeah uh basically going off of what happened last week uh, of Mm -hmm. all that stuff yeah yeah but it's very apparent that frost is losing it right now Yes. Yes, she is. And he's doing everything he can to help, which I guess is, is good, um, considering he's very scared of her. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He's doing it just because he doesn't want to be sucked up next. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so in addition to this thing about him being scared and you know her being happy about it... Um, she also is having some, and we're just kind of jumping ahead a little bit in the story. Uh, she is um, having some fears about actually going through with meeting the council because of her, you know, freaky um, scar thing, her her mm-hmm. tear. I, I, I forget. We, we gave a name to it like two weeks ago, like, right? We didn't like the word crack. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Okay. <laughs> scar? Z- zero scar? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Her malformity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Her malformity. Um. Anyway, so she's she's freaking out about it also because the press is going to have a field day taking pictures and all that stuff. And she doesn't want to get stuck with that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he puts a hat on her and then it's all okay. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't think about that, I guess, because yeah. she's been through her entire closet i assume by now i don't except for that one hat ah that's true that was probably hidden yep by being on Uh, the top top. shelf and she's not super tall yep exactly probably that all right i mean that was a short intro thing i don't know Mm -hmm. if you have anything else tony otherwise we'll just move on yeah i think we're ready to move on okay well that's good i just wanted to get that out of the way um, mainly because I forgot that we talked about it last week. So, hey, you know, as a reminder, that happened this week, too. <clears throat> I've been a whole week, Al. I don't expect you to remember. That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Wilkes falls into some sort of dimension where everything is dark. He makes it back to the same land as Carter, but he's freaking out with good reason. They decide they need to get more dark matter to, helps Wil- to help Wilkes get back to his dimension, this dimension. 
Cutter meets with Sousa and tells him the latest news on Wilkes. They hatch a plan, but realize they need someone new to their squad. No one would recognize. Hmm. So, this dimension that is dark, uh-huh. uh, actually more than anything else, reminds me of the what the world looks like when Frodo puts on the ring in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that's the dark dimension, is wherever Frodo's going. And that would Wilk- make sense. Wilkes is invisible when he doesn't have the spray on him, so it makes complete sense. So I don't remember when Frodo is invisible. Can he still touch things? Like, can st- he still be yeah. hit by stuff? Yeah, he can mm. carry things and touch things and stuff. Yeah. So it's not a one to one, like a one to <laughs> one and a half or something like that. Okay. Well, you know, uh, you know, we were talking about this last week. There seems to be like a spectrum of range, right? You know, you've got Wilkes here. And then you've got Frost on the opposite end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. as far as what she can do with this this power. And then we had the third guy who yeah. can yeah, mess with light, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So Frodo's somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. He's still physical, but he's still in the other dark dimension. It's it's a whole thing. So he's okay. You know, maybe it's maybe it's more of a grab bag, not really a spectrum, but it's more like, well, you get this thing over here, and then this other random one on the right. That's true. Okay, I'll buy it. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so Wilkes is freaking out. He is not having a good morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I have there. Um, <laughs> he was so excited earlier, like last episode when he woke up Peggy early in the morning. He was so excited, and now, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so this... Tells Carter that well, she needs to hatch a plan, basically to to steal to something. Uh huh. Similar to last week, man. She really needs to go in <laughs> and and do her job. <laughs> you know, right. I think she's just a a high stakes kleptomaniac. Man, good thing she doesn't gamble. All right. <laughs> but she'd really go with the high stakes there. Oh yeah, that's oh. true. <laughs> then again, she would probably cheat, and it would work out for her for the most part. Yeah, or or it would be like, oh, they're acting silly. Oh, she won the money, or oh, she's acting silly, and suddenly she's shot because it's there. There are two extremes in this. <laughs> everything's acting silly, and it works out okay. So everything's acting silly, and Peggy ends up impaled by rebar. <laughs> There's no medium. <laughs> That's true. It's only one or the other in this show. Ah. Uh. <laughs> so uh carter uh, you know tells susa or she calls susa in um and um tells him about everything and so just just so i'm sure on timeline wise this is the next day from last week's episode right so this is like two hours later as far as i can tell because when the episode started it started with the at the end of last week's episode where they were at Violet's place and then they take Carter back to Stark Mansion, mm-hmm. put her into the bed, and then as she was about to fall asleep, Wilkes disappears. Is that that was the order yeah, what I mean, happened? Right? Yeah, that's the order of operations. So yeah, okay. I guess it's just a couple hours later. Alright. <laughs> she was uh if you're talking about the thing I'm thinking you're talking about or even if we talk, see it later. Susan looks rough for two hours later. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, he does look rough, but at the same time, they didn't sleep last night. None of them did. As far as I can tell, I don't even think Carter did. Well, yeah, I mean, but looking at Carter, if you didn't know she had just been impaled, um, she looks pretty good for almost no sleep. That's true, yeah. Susa, on the other hand, looks like he didn't comb his hair, I guess. <laughs> been drinking all night but all night was only like an hour and 45 minutes so so he just chugged the bottle is that it <laughs> yep and yeah. sobered up really quickly man people were tough in the 40s oh yeah there you had just, to be just like grit your way out of your drunkenness then you sober up all right yep, yep. makes sense i'm sure captain america back then you know or like you know before he had cat powers or just you know Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. you know he he was the you know scrawny weakling type of guy. But I'm sure like him, 
brought to nowadays time. No, he'd be he'd be like one of the the, the tough guys. Oh yeah, he's just like scrawny mm-hmm. Steve, but brought to 2019. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'd he'd still kick ass. I'm sure. Yep. All right. Um, so Carter has a plan, and it's a crazy plan. And Susa is in, but they can't use any of the people that they used previously, especially Rose, because Rose already left somewhere to go take care of her mom. Yeah, mom who's was fine doing all this stuff two hours ago was her like stipulations like all right but i gotta make my flight to minnesota by 8 a.m <laughs> i guess yeah she did, did maybe she drove everyone because she had to have the car so she drove everyone to <laughs> violet's house and that's mm-hmm. why she didn't go inside because she had to go straight to the airport oh yeah I, yeah that's true <laughs> i mean did sam really come into violet's house either i didn't even realize I that I don't think so. I don't remember either. <laughs> so there's just like they take bleeding our Peggy out, and there's like we're just gonna go then. All right. Good luck. <laughs> uh. Ooh. Right. Anyway, we so, need to stop recovering, covering the last episode, and focus on this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We should. We should do that. Uh. Well, there's just so much. It just. It's. It's like the same day it's ugh, it's so hard to <laughs> not do that uh it's weird because we normally we go into the future of the episode but no now we're just we're rewinding again we gotta stop doing yeah. that i mean it's in the title <laughs> that's true i guess we're more on brand now than usual okay all right well in that case let's do that more often so uh <laughs> so, so iron man <laughs> yeah let's do that all right what okay <laughs> One of these days. One of these days, I think we should, just for fun. But uh, other than that, anyway. Um, so Carter ends up saying, you know, hey, I know exactly who we should get. Because no one's going to know about this person. Yeah, uh, especially no one in the SSR. Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair, the only person we see later who would recognize this character is Thompson. And Masters. I wasn't sure about Masters. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, I forgot about Masters. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was thinking of uh, the other guy who was left brain dead last episode. Um, oh, Hugh Jones. Yeah, Jones. That's right. I had to scroll through my notes, and you remembered before me. All right. Oh, is it because I have another note about him later, so I already knew his name. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't have a good memory. Stop lying about me. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I think we talked about this this hatching of a plan enough. Are you are you good to move on? Yeah, we're ready to go. All right, cool. Well, then in that case, let's talk about the person Carter wants to use for her special mission to join her squad. Carter meets with Dottie to break her out of prison and Yay. get her to join some sort of suicide squad. After they both say they'll screw over the other one as soon as they can, Dottie reluctantly agrees. When Dottie gets out of the building, she gets abducted by Carter and Sousa, then wakes up in a fancy dress. Carter preps her for the mission later that night and tells her to get a blood sample from Frost and not to touch her. Yep. So, um, SSR security, airtight. They didn't recognize Peggy, one of their agents. Was that the SSR? I thought that was the FBI. Oh, you're Masters right. the FBI took and Masters back, took him. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that makes me feel better. The real facility, airtight. The real <laughs> government agency. <laughs> That's true. I mean, so far we've only seen one instance in Agent Carter where the SSR is infiltrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, and to be fair, it. the whole government's infiltrated by Hydra. Th- That's true. Yeah, they're... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so she just essentially walks in. I'm assuming she killed the psychiatrist because in uh, Civil War, which comes out later this year, the guy who plays the psychiatrist kills the psychiatrist. So I'm assuming the same thing happened as like a foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the Civil War. I mean, it's the only logical conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. So she does that, um, mm-hmm. 
her and Dottie have this really cool back and forth, which I like. Um, you know, Dottie is still really smart. You gotta gotta have the reminder of you know she's she knows that Carter needs her help, all that stuff, and she knows Carter's gonna just bring her right back to prison as soon as she gets that chance. Yeah, I mean. They both know that the other one is going to try to renege on their deal as soon as it happens. Yeah, exactly. It's smart of them. They, they've both been through this rodeo before. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, Peggy tells Dottie to go left. So, of course, she obviously goes right. And Peggy is already there. Uh-huh. And they um, use a shock net to catch her. And then, just like last time with the brain melty thing... She, um, Peggy shocks her again out of spite. I eh. think. I mean, she was already down. There was no reason to do that. It's like when um Hugh was already down, and then she mind wiped him again, even though he was unconscious. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, with with Hugh, that was not necessary because you know if something happened to him she would have gotten caught and it might have messed with security uh in this case yeah she she just she just wanted to uh like i guess she didn't have a a bad or a reason against electrocuting Dottie some more yeah it's true but me as a regular person i don't need a reason not to electrocute somebody (laughs) i guess that's true i think we've talked about this on air before but like Zack Snyder had Batman, Superman snap Zod's neck because he needed Superman to understand why killing people was bad. Like I, I most people don't need to know, don't need to kill someone to know why they're, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Has, has anyone looked into Zack Snyder's past? <laughs> um, probably, Could... probably not. Maybe, maybe something should happen there. Well, I mean, like, Obviously, he doesn't mind Batman killing people. Maybe he doesn't do it, but he doesn't understand why it's bad. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll take that. I'll take yeah. that explanation. That's just easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> um. Okay. So then, when Dottie wakes up, who dressed her up? Who who put her in that dress? Carter. Um. No. Carter's injured. She couldn't do all that stuff. Oh, you're right. She couldn't uh, carry maybe, Dottie or anything. Maybe um, Anna Jarvis did it. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah. Because, again, Sousa, Sousa is too much of a... um Too injured. Like, he's got his injury. And Jarvis would think it's improper. <laughs> so it must True. be Anna. Okay, that, that makes sense. I'll take it. Hmm. So, Carter... Uh, preps Dottie tells her about uh, you know everything that they're going to be doing on the mission um, mm-hmm. how Dottie and Jarvis are going to go in together Jarvis yeah. wants a gun Carter tells her that's not going to work out because Dottie already stole your watch <laughs> I mean she's, she's very accurate Like Dottie's <laughs> obviously just going to take the gun from you yeah exactly <laughs> Um, I also like the the pantomime thing that they do. I mean, that's very. This show just can't settle on a tone. <laughs> uh, what do you mean the pantomime thing? When they put the hair dryer on her, and then Jarvis oh. is trying to argue why he shouldn't be with her, and then he's like acting things out. He ends up on the ground and stuff like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, I'm good to move on if you are. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So I don't really have much for this, but I just wanted to throw it in here because it's a. It, it happens. It's it's probably going to be brought up in later episodes of the season too. Uh, Mrs. Jarvis is worried about all the dangerous stuff everyone is doing. I mean, that's fair. She probably didn't. Jarvis probably didn't tell her about all the stuff they did last year. Yeah, he, I mean, he probably, like, definitely mentioned some things, but um, it's probably, like, even then, if he mentioned it, too, you know, there, there's probably that, like, oh, he stays 
far out of it, right? He's not in the thick of it. He's not actually being shot at, unless yeah. that was something he actually told her. But I mean, to be fair, she should be less worried because now he's uh, skilled in the deadly arts. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, she's gotten, you know, she likes Peggy. And now Peggy's been impaled, so... And if Peggy can get hurt, Jarvis gets definitely screwed. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. Uh, well, oh, and then also, um, you know, she had a line too during the episode where she was like, "Oh, but you have backup, right?" And then I think it was Wilkes who said, "Nope, it's it's just oh, them." Yeah. Come on, four of them. Read the room, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Wilkes and Carter been flirting. If they got together. And he was just a regular, you know, tangible scientist. Uh, he'd be worried about Peggy all the time, too. Oh, yeah, totally. But right now, he, he needs her to yeah. do this stuff to get him back to yep. corporealness. Yeah. What a bastard. Just, just go to hell. Just accept that you're being sucked into another dimension and just go. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> although i've literally right. seen this dimension in two places in two other shows it's not fine <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's not uh -oh. <laughs> not at all yeah all right uh you good to to move on yeah the next thing okay cool all right we're just we're just jumping through all this all the all the good stuff happens later so like ugh, it's all the setup all right so um we've been we kept talking about fundraisery stuff hey now let's actually talk about the fundraiser itself so uh vernon masters is showing agent thompson around the fundraiser he uh mentions some names for some characters that we've seen before but never got their mm -hmm. names it's almost like he's foreshadowing something yes um i was actually gonna bring that up because i do have the background on one of the characters now that we know his name oh okay uh thomas gloucester who think he's the bald one i don't know i didn't write down which is which <laughs> but he is um he's a character from the comics he was in uh thunderbolts number 31 back in october of 1999 and very on brand with this episode he is part of a group called the elite a secret society whose goal was to overthrow all governments and install themselves as rulers they're a oh. subsidiary of hydra <laughs> <laughs> Ah, those subsidiaries. Ugh. Yep. I mean, yeah, you get you can't can't all be Hydra. You gotta you gotta diversify. That's true. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, Mortimer Hayes has no counterpart. Um there is someone when I type in on Google Mortimer Hayes Marvel, there's a Dr. Marvel Hay Mortimer Hayes uh in like Ohio that has um uh, marvelous uh, dental implants. So Mortimer Hayes Marvel goes to his place because they're marvelous <laughs> dental implants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, did you ever watch uh, the movie RoboCop? The old one? Oh, the original one? Uh, I yeah. mean, not as an adult, so I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, Ray Wise, who plays... Um, uh, Hugh Jones and Kurtwood Smith. Uh, mm -hmm. They are they play uh, like crime partners like in the movie together, and now they're crime, crime partners here. So I guess RoboCop is part of the MCU also. Oh, all right. Well, then in that case, we gotta yeah go cover that. We... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll add it to the list. I guess that'll yep. be our our flag day episode or something flag day <laughs> arbor day i mean yeah, we're recording this on the vernal equinox so oh this, yeah that's right yeah stop what we're doing record the episode i'll edit it and put it out tonight <laughs> all right perfect all right. <laughs> we'll have three downloads by tomorrow Woo! <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah that's all i have about those new characters okay um, and then the other stuff that happens here, we, we just kind of get a little bit more of um, Vernon Masters 
I guess grooming Agent Thompson to to like kind of bring him on in to Hydra type of stuff. Because um, mm-hmm. you know he's introducing him to the rich people in the room, and um, and then uh, he also tells uh, he tells um, Thompson. Oh man, okay, maybe Chadwick. my notes are just messed up. Um, man, you know I just don't remember the names of the different people. I have Jones. Which one is Jones again? Uh, he's uh, in charge of uh, Roxon. Oh, him. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah, okay. So Jones walks over and he also tells uh Masters uh and Thompson, I think, that uh yeah, Carter was at the Roxon uh facility the other night. Oh, he mm. doesn't tell Thompson. Ah, man, so many names in this line. Anyway, <laughs> let's just move past that. So many generic um, people. Yeah, exactly. The generic people <laughs> and then they all find out the information that we the audience already knew. Yeah, cool. It's, let's move it's, on. Let's go. Mr. Roxon, Agent Chad Michael Murray, and uh FBI Chief Red Foreman. <laughs> perfect you know those <laughs> names i can i can work with <laughs> yep oh all right Ugh. okay we've been at this for a little while tony i think we should go on to the next thing mm-hmm. but first we should take a quick little break and uh talk about this week's sponsor how's that sound, sound right. good to you? sounds good all right cool all right everyone so are you our dear listener Interested in going on super cool and dangerous missions, but you can't just go on any dangerous mission. You need to play it safe the entire time. Maybe your wrist hurts, or maybe your significant other wants you to wait until they can get the full payout from the life insurance policy. (laughs) Whatever the reason, our friends at Safe Missions has your back. Want an alternative to being chased through a city by foreign agents? Instead, you'll be walking through a rose garden. Want a safe alternative to swimming with sharks? Instead, you'll be watching Magikarp swim by through a VR headset. A safe (laughs) alternative to a fight to the death? Well, our friends at Safe Missions will give you the tip-top treatment with a leg massage. Use promo code MCURewind today to get a free online account. Important note, this isn't just a lazy escape room. They get that a lot. (laughs) No, it's a well-made escape room. Exactly. (laughs) With an unlocked door, because you got to keep it safe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's actually talk about um, the meat of the episode, right? Everything, everyone's kind of been prepping meat. for the fundraiser tonight. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had I, I wanted to think of some generic response to, to you, but I had nothing. To um meat? <laughs> yep, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, is the best response. Mm, yeah. All right. right. Let's talk about the actual fundraiser. But first, I'm going to mute myself. Because my dog kept snoring. At the fundraiser, the squad go on their mission. Jarvis distracts Agent Thompson, and Dottie gets a blood sample from Frost. After getting the blood sample, Dottie decides to take a detour and ends up in the meeting room with the Council of Nine. The Council meet with Frost, who shows off her cool new power on a rat. They decide the best thing to do is abduct her. But they quickly learn how much of a bad idea that is, because Frost absorbs all of the unnamed people in the room, plus Chadwick, (laughs) and takes over as leader of the Council of Five, giving the remaining four members some tasks. Yep. Um, That makes me realize that you called it a blood sample. Is she dark matter all the way through? Is she just like a balloon of dark matter now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm assuming she's transitioning okay because it didn't occur to me like if your butt maybe the dark matter is only in her arms so if she stabbed her in the ass it would be blood (laughs) no maybe she's like a hundred percent dark matter now that's or 85 percent yeah or maybe the the dark matter just lines her skin because she still needs blood to yeah i would think for her internal organs to work yeah unless they're dark internal organs Oh, yeah. Then you just need dark matter. Or it's oil. like it's like how you say um, space or quantum in front of things to make them all sci-fi. Uh, dark. Yep. You put dark in front of stuff and makes it evil. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know if you still watch Archer or ever watch no. Archer. No, I, I, I have. I still don't. I watch it. 
right. I, I'm, I'm watching it still just kind of out of momentum. The most recent season was they were in space. And then they, you know, the, the running joke every episode was space something, you know, to, it was the normal thing, but they just added space in front of it to make it sound cooler. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it did, it really didn't work out for them when ISIS became a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the whole reason that they changed and started doing non-spy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the last episode I saw was like the Bob's Burger, like when he was Bob from Bob's Burgers. Oh, that was a season <laughs> premiere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was actually going to stop watching it. Then I found out they were going to have the Bob's Burger stuff. So I watched it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> they weren't Bob the whole time. So it's like, eh, don't need to, don't need to continue. Yeah. I don't even true. think it I watched the a... whole episode. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. He doesn't, hey. if I remember correctly, because I saw it like two weeks ago, it was just on TV. Um, like he doesn't even pop out of the, the mindset until the end. But yeah, he leaves the, the Bob's Burgers set like pretty early on in the episode. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Agent so we've Carter. got a couple. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a couple of different things that happened there because I had no idea how to separate them and just decided it was better to lump them together. Um, mm-hmm. So... Dottie does the mission uh, pretty easily. I'll give it to her, right? I mean, it's a pretty easy thing for her, I guess. Uh, the only other thing to po- point out is apparently Frost didn't feel that at all. Yeah, which there's I've... two giant spikes. So, I mean, at, at least it was it was quick, right? Because it was, what, under a second, I think is what Carter said. Yeah, I mean, that's why I thought she's like a balloon full of dark matter. Because the pressure that, that dark matter must have left her was <laughs> very quick. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've given blood samples and they put them in little things like that. That takes like three or four seconds, at least. Yeah, that's a good point. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess she's just numb all over, right? If she's not feeling anything. It's true. Or is she just super tough? Like she just doesn't feel as much pain? That's I it. would guess that she's is supposed to say she's super tough. Okay. Although, you know, the crack in her face might be excruciating if she could feel pain. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, then everyone pretty much ends up in the, uh, in the same meeting room um, where uh, Frost is showing off to the council uh, what she can do with a lab rat. And it freaks them the hell out, I guess. I, I really wasn't sure what their um, emotion was to it. Their their reaction was just, oh, we have created a monster and need yeah. to do something about it. I, I really wasn't sure what their plan was there. Um, my thinking is when um, Chadwick called them, he told them what happened. I was like, well, let us see it to really believe it. And then as soon as they saw it, it's like, they're not super surprised because they knew what was going to happen. <laughs> but we still need to catch her with poles ropes on poles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. just, I I don't know what their next step would have been to study her, cut her open here and replicate the powers and give them to someone who loyal to Hydra. Okay. That makes sense. That that would fit. That's that's a normal Hydra thing, as we see in Agents of Shield. So yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And and um, Age of Ultron, so they made the twins. Oh yeah, that's right. Hmm. Okay. Did you just have a thought, or nope? Oh, okay. I, th- I, I thought you said it... hmm in like a thought. I did. I tried to make it sound to like yes, I agree. Hmm. Yes. Oh. All right. <laughs> all right uh so uh frost ends up sucking up all of the unnamed characters plus chadwick mm-hmm. and then immediately just takes over she gives everyone a task she wants carter destroyed uh and then i didn't write it down but something about the newspapers yeah so i she, mean she was right yeah she was like newspapers make sure you have a plausible deny or plausible reason why these you know five of the most powerful people in Los Angeles, if not, you know, California or the country have gone missing and will never be seen again. Uh, that's, that's a right. pretty okay. tall order. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, that feels like the sort of thing that's pretty easy to, um, like get loose, you know, get out mm-hmm. that something happened. Yeah. I mean, one person I understand, like when they were putting the cover story on Obadiah Stane, you know, small planes have such bad uh, safety records, but that's yeah. one guy, not these five people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's just the newspapers too, right? I mean, does, does that mean there's going to be no investigation by the police? I guess they, I mean, if they control the police. Yeah, too? they must control the police. Yeah. Although, you'd think, like, say the LAPD was run by one of the people who just got sucked up. Wouldn't they, like, investigate their boss missing? Even if they're, even if the newspaper guy says no, it's no problem? I guess so, yeah. They would do something, right? It's, hmm. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah. Although Masters is the head of the FBI. He can squash, squash most things. Is he the head of the FBI? I, thought, I mean, I, I know he's Isn't up he there. is he the director but... of the FBI? I thought he was. I Oh, I have no idea. I, I I assumed he was up there. I just, I didn't think he was the director. I, I assume the director is just doing, like, tons of paperwork and not actual fieldwork type of stuff like he's doing well yeah but remember ceos um also do all their work for their places in the mcu <laughs> i guess that's true yeah right um let me quickly look up vernon masters on the marvel cinematic universe wiki okay it's a good idea to figure out whatever other stuff too so while you're there if you just want to shout out random facts i think oh, that I sounds like a good idea you can continue. Oh, okay. I'll just I'll just keep on um, you know, scrounging for time here and try to think of something. Hey, you know, I had a question for you, Tony. A lot of podcasts like give names to their listeners, like mm-hmm. um, you know, the whatever's. I don't have a good example. Um, we should do the same thing with with our our listeners. The rewinders might be something, or the 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 MC listeners i don't i you, we, we gotta we gotta spend some time thinking about that yeah but, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you find the uh info or do i still have to keep talking aimlessly no, no to to which question no i, didn't, I shouldn't have asked a I, I yes, don't think no it's, question. Yeah. i don't think it doesn't say what he is he just works at the fbi i think there's unspecific okay so maybe it's something similar to the SSR, where as far as we know, there probably is an overhead SSR branch, but that's not what we see. We've seen the New York division and the LA division. Yeah. And maybe Vernon Masters is like the head of the LA division. Maybe that would make sense. Whatever. I'm done looking at it. Yeah. yeah right. um, <laughs> that would make sense. You, damn, I shouldn't have been looking at something else because you said something that made me think of something and now I can't remember it, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Rewindies. What did you say? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, nothing good. Uh, I think I went with the Rewinders or the MC Listeners, which that, that feels a little too on the nose. Yeah, I um, I feel that's like too broad. I mean, there are other MCU podcasts. None you should be listening to because you should only listen to us. But they do Obviously. exist. Yeah. I mean, um, we could be like, like more like creepy, like the rewinded. Like that sounds like a Doctor Who villain. Because I feel rewound? like we're the the rewound. I feel like we're the rewinders. We're doing the rewinding. That's true. Hmm. All right. Rewind, well, hey, listeners, if you yeah, maybe yeah. all right. Listeners, if you have any good ideas, um, let us know. Send us a message on Twitter. We are at MCU hey, hey, hey. underscore Rewind. Don't, we want to hear bad ideas, too. Don't just say good ideas. I want to hear all the ideas. That's true. If we say good ideas, we won't get anything. We want, Yeah, we want all the ideas. You, you've heard yeah. all of us, or you've heard the two of us show all of our ideas. <laughs> all, and none of those all, all both of us. Yep. <laughs> all both of us. I do want something ideas. with, like, to do with rewind because every once in a while i toy with the notion of doing another podcast like a rewind podcast like a star wars rewind podcast or (laughs) a buffy and angel rewind podcast or something like that 
it will never happen because you know I can barely do all my stuff and this one podcast. But I toy with it. It might happen. It won't happen, but it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, good luck. I guess. Yeah. Thank I you. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't mind covering Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, those those turned out to be really good shows after the first season. Yeah. Exactly for both of them. It's just the first season is going to be a little bit of slog. Which, I mean, hey, we did that with Agents of Shield, and you know that the the return on that investment was was very much worth it. Yeah, that's true. All right. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Re- I mean, back to <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Rewind. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know what we were talking... Oh, that's right. Uh, we were talking about Frost taking over the council and telling everyone to do stuff. Uh, and that's pretty mm-hmm. much the end of that little set of storyline. Um, and then um, also at the end of this part, Dottie uh, gets caught or she is found out. And so she has to start fighting people for her life and she gets taken out by Agent Thompson. Yeah. So um, when she's fighting... It's not a landing, so I didn't count it as a super hand landing, but she does go into the Black Widow style three point pose. Yeah, which... I was wondering how you were going to count that. Yeah, no, because she didn't. It's not a landing. She didn't like jump from anywhere or fall from anywhere. Oh, so okay, got it. Yeah, and so it's just like, but it makes sense that she has that because she was trained by the Red Room, which is the same place where Black Widow was trained. Huh. I think that's just a Red Room thing. Is which... it was is it officially the Red Room? Because I thought that they hinted or they made us assume it is but i I was never sure if they were like they said it was officially that i'm not 100 percent sure i made the assumption so i assumed so i took it as fact all right i mean i'll take that i just i I was wondering if they ever like said 100 percent yes but good either way well in may uh when we see black widow the movie finally Mm -hmm. um we'll just watch out for them doing that pose all the time because i guess everyone's trained by the red room and that's what everyone will be doing that pose repeatedly. <laughs> that's true. It's just like the standard thing at the end of a fight or like mm-hmm. or when you're partway through a fight and you like need to, you know, show off that you're really cool looking. You need a, a power pose. That's probably yeah. it. That's their standard that's power pose. It's true. Yeah. Or. Hey, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just say or. Um, there's like just a set of two or three different power poses and everyone chooses the one that they like and black widow and Dottie just happen to choose the same one Uh, similar to how jedi have different uh crystals for their lightsabers they choose the one that calls to them Uh, fair so they chose the pose that called to them yeah okay um going back just a little bit why was Dottie so obsessed with getting caught just to screw with Peggy, or what? Because she would go back to prison real fast. Was she obsessed with getting caught? She kept, like, acting like she was going to go see Chadwick and stuff, and, like, Jarvis had to intercept her a few times. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, we did completely skip over that, huh? Yeah. Um, I thought that she was just messing around, and she knew that she would be stopped. Okay. That was her, I mean, like... That... Go ahead. Or... Um, that's just her throwing some chaos around like yeah why not um yeah i don't know i mean i guess we still don't know her motivation why she was trying to get the pins or anything yeah that's true because she knows that these are the people and so if she wants to get caught she would she could get away in in some possible way i don't know well we know hydra is somehow associated with the Soviet Union because Winter Soldier was taken by the Russians and then ended up being controlled by Hydra in the 40s. Uh-huh. So maybe she's trying to get back to the Red Room or something like that, or to the Russians. Oh, okay. And so this is her, like, if she can get to the council, maybe they can send word or there's some sort of organizational yeah. thing and she can yeah. okay i mean i guess all right that, that makes, makes as sense. much sense as any <laughs> true yeah <laughs> okay yeah i think we need to like when we're done with this season we need to figure out what's up with dotty 
we don't get an answer. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, we'll do that. Let's let's add that as a as an end season question. Okay. Or we'll just remember because I don't think either of us are writing that down. Nope. And neither of us are going to remember. So. Anyway, continue. All right. Sounds good. Um, the only other thing that happens around this little set of time or around this uh, spot of the episode is that Sousa tells Carter that Violet broke off the engagement, which we already talked about. So I don't know if we want to talk about it more or not. Nah. No, I mean, yeah, we've kind of talked to that. This is the part that kind of interests us, you know, two guys, the least. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, that's true. You kissy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, then in that case, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is um, other stuff involving um, Agent Thompson and basically everything with the people at the fundraiser after all of the fun, after all of the uh, all the fun heist is gone. stuff. Yeah, yeah. After the fun, uh, after the heist happened, <clears throat> yeah. Jones tells Masters that Frost is in charge now. Then Masters walks over three feet and tells Agent Thompson that it's all Carter's fault. This makes Thompson go to Stark Manor and plead with Carter to drop her investigation and go back to New York with him. It doesn't work. Yeah. My only note for this section, honestly, is did Piggy just quit the SSR? That's a good question. I don't know. Also, would Sousa just give her a job? I That one, I think his hands might be tied. Because you can't just like... I quit. Oh, I'm going to start my job at the exact same company. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is this show now just called Carter? There's no more agent? I mean, there's no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too, so I, I don't know. That's uh, Yes, yeah. yes, there are. <laughs> because Coulson, after S.H.I.E.L.D. fell, gave an inspiring speech that they are still agents. Well, then in that case, Carter might give another speech in next week's episode. Okay. I'll hold, right. I'll hold off my judgment. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. We'll see what happens in episode seven. So, all right. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you, you have a good point, right? Cause, cause uh, Thompson was really just trying to get her to drop it. And um, kind of the, I mean, yeah, we, we do see that he's kind of protecting himself, but at the same time, a little bit, it seems like he is trying to, a little bit also look out for Carter too because mm-hmm. he knows the other people are powerful that kind of stuff so um things could go bad so I'm I I know that he is looking out for himself but I it does feel like every so often Thompson does seem like a good guy like a good yeah, person type of thing it's true yeah. then he screws it up but you're right every once in a while he does yeah <laughs> um and that's pretty much all I have from there yeah. Um, oh, actually, sorry, and, and just kind of related to that last point, just because I saw another note that I have. Um, so Masters was telling Thompson at the fundraiser that Thompson needs to take care of Carter, like make everyone mm-hmm. hate her, all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, disgrace her. It, yeah, exactly. And Thompson, from, from what I can tell, still believes that Carter is at a minimum doing good, like. Maybe the way she's going about it is bad or whatever, but it, it seems like Thompson still has that trust for her. Mm-hmm. That, that, so that's why he's he's trying to you know get her to go back to New York and all that. Yeah, that's fair. He could protect her more there than he can with all the Council of Five around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. All right, um, that's all I have for that section, and I only have one left. Tony, do you have anything before we move on? Nope, I'm good. All right. So my notes and my um, description of this are exactly the same. Frost opens a container with Dottie locked inside. Just. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I did forget about that scene. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's the final scene of the episode. And it's just a reminder. I'm sure next week's episode is going to definitely talk about that, I'm sure. Or maybe we'll just forget for a week. (laughs) <laughs> or or they never mentioned Dottie again. <laughs> or that's possible. No, I know it's not. <laughs> yeah, all right. I I still don't remember what happens to Dottie in this season, so we'll see. What, all right, we'll find out. Well, odds are she dies because when we forget what happens, it's because the character is dead. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, most of the time. 
I mean, I don't remember what happens to Violet. Dead. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I have nothing else to say about this. Do we want to rate the episode? Yeah, that sounds good. So, Tony, how many blood vials do you rate this episode? Um, also, really quickly, that sounded way darker than I meant it to. Um, dark matter vials. But, yeah, there we go. How, that seems a little bit more campy. <laughs> yeah. Less evil. Yeah. Um, I would give this a three. We spent a lot of time just saying, oh, yeah, well, that's all that happened. I mean, it was a pretty lackluster episode. We did get some funny parts and some cool dotty moments, but overall, it was a meh episode. Yeah, I, I was going to give it a little bit more, three and a half, just because of Dottie. Honestly, like, you know, she was great in the episode. She, like, as a character, she got to shine mm-hmm. and do stuff. Uh, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The rest of it was, you know, the, the entire episode was just leading up to the one thing at the end, the fundraiser, uh, which was kind of cool. You know, it happened. It it helped, and it's it's probably going to be definitely pushing the rest of the storyline for the rest of the season, um, everything based off of that. But, yeah, it was another episode. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. Is it? Is that all you got? Yeah. Yeah. We can go ahead and close that. All right. Join us next time when we cover Agent Carter Season 2, Episode 7, Monsters. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this right now. And as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agent Carter Season 2, Episode 6, The Life of the Party. Have a marvelous day. You can't turn up without me, out me, cause I'm the